Welcome back to Adventure Fit Radio. I'm sitting here with... I'm sitting here with Tommy. And I'm sitting here with Bill. <laughs> um, so this show that we have for you guys today, me and Tommy don't know what it's about. <laughs> we genuinely don't know what it's about. I can't remember. We, we recorded it a week ago <laughs> and we remember it was awesome. Um, and then now we're only going to record the intros and outros now because... We don't record the intros and outros for some shows that we have in the bank till mm. maybe a week later when mm. we know we're going to release them because we don't release we we batch sponsors and yeah so we um this is like a bit of a it's like a booby prize yeah it's a massive like booby lucky prize. dip I suppose it's a D cup booby prize yeah yeah With a very much a lucky dip <laughs> it's a it's a grab a really nice grab set a nice of uh, jugular veins and uh, jugular hummels. <laughs> And, uh, and squeeze through your, and your life content. Squeeze through your Hamak <laughs> <laughs> Um So we have a feeling that this is a really good show and we have a feeling that you're going to love it. Yeah. So, but we've got no idea what happens in it. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but we've oh, it wasn't a- the one where... Oh, no, it wasn't. We just, just, <laughs> we just did that. Um, so anyway... Hope you are. This is probably going to get zero downloads after yeah. this, this intro, <laughs> yeah. but no, nah, it'll be really good. So, me and Tommy will be really surprised to hear what's actually coming out of our mouths as well. Yep. This show though is sponsored by True Pride. How have you been going with True Pride, Tommy? Yeah, really well, really well. Budgets are up and running now. Um, got all of my categories sorted, and I've been speaking to Kragos, Mister Bigelow, as well. He's the man behind True Pride, um, and it it legitimately is. Like we talk a lot of shit on the show, but it legitimately is a really good tool that I've been using. I haven't been using it for long. So, what does it do for the listeners? Okay, so basically, use? it's a it's a software program. So, TruePride uses CashFit, which is a software um, program, and it basically just sorts out all your financial shit for you. So, mm-hmm. it links up uh, to your to your bank account. Hamal. To your hamal, your kibbutz. Hum- <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm trying to. It, it links up to your kibbutz. <laughs> To your to your bank account, yeah, and um, it uh, so you can see your cash flows nice and easily. The thing about bank accounts, having a look at those online, is that you can't really see where you're spending the majority of money on this and that. But with mm-hmm. CashFit, you can. Mm-hmm. You can have a look at food um, expenses. You can plug in little little um, goals you want to do, like a holiday to New Zealand, for example, or mm-hmm. paying so and so back. Yep. And um, three super stylish uh, hookers and ten bags of coke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten bags of hockin. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually it's really really good, and it keeps you accountable as well because it's linked up to your bank account. I don't know. It's been really helping me. So it the just, whole the whole idea, guys, is um, that, that uh, we're only very. I'm I'm using this program, so we're only very early into it. Mm. But um, Craig's averages saving people 150 dollars a week, mm-hmm. and it costs 97 dollars a week. Mm-hmm. So it's a 600 uh, a month. Sorry, sorry. Yes, so, it's so it works out to be $600 savings per month for a $97 saving per month. So yeah. um, I'm just going to finish the read. So, But True Pride are a wealth creation service who work with ambitious individuals and families looking to take control wireless and get ahead. If you're looking for a way to take control wireless and get ahead yourself, go to True Pride and head to www.truepride.com.au forward slash ADVF and you'll get a joining fee of $297 waived when you book a call through our link on the website. So... Tommy's getting his budget sorted. I'm still getting mine worked out um, just because mine's a lot more complex than yours. But um, yeah, it's going really well. So check those guys out, guys, if you want to um, keep your lifestyle the same, but just save money, really. Um, and then we're also brought to you by Carve. Tommy, how have you been going with Carve? Yeah, I've been going all right with Carve. I've got uh, 17 assistants down to my name <laughs> and uh, they're all getting me a gang of damn bitches. <laughs> um, so, Carve, guys. Carve are a company that I use over in the Philippines. I now have three assistants. 
we have a podcast assistant, Alvin. Um, I call him Alvinox or Alvino. We have uh, Mon, Monson, Mondor. And we have Aaron. Aaron, Aaron and or Aran Hamal. <laughs> We're, uh, I'm yet to nickname Aaron because he's only been with us for about a week, but he's awesome. So these guys, uh, it's about $6. Aaron Butterfly. <laughs> it's about $6 uh, US or $8 Australian uh, Aussie dollar to hire these guys, and I have them for full time. So I get uh, 40 hours a week out of these guys, and it's really cost effective and literally just, just changes your life, gets more time back in your life. Mm. I don't answer emails anymore that don't need to be answered by me directly. I don't run our social medias anymore, although I answer a lot of stuff. If we mm-hmm. get tagged, people talk, I'll answer, but I don't do the posting. I don't, uh, I don't do much. I don't do much. I do a lot, but I don't, <laughs> don't do, do a I don't, lot. I don't do. But I'm able to do that through Carve. So if you guys have stuff you want to outsource, all the gym owners out there that are listening, there is so many tasks that you can outsource to the guys at Carve. If you want to get 10 free hours and check it out, head to www.carve.ph forward slash ADVF. Hit me up at doc at adventurefittravel.com if you have any questions. I can give you a list of like a thousand things that I, that, I, um, that I use these guys for, which help me out. This podcast is also brought to you by Adventure Fit Travel. Adventure Fit Travel, guys, head to www.adventurefittravel.com. You'll see our Mexico trip that we just released with Jared Fleming, national champion American weightlifter. Carl Paoli is coming to Bali with us. We're heading back to the games next year. We just got... Um, we just got three inquiries this week for custom trips, so I'm booking up three custom trips to Jamaica, um, hey man. to Argentina. I know all about the herb, man. What, where's your Argentinian accent? Uh, <laughs> we'll do it again. So we're hey going. Man. To, we're going to. Uh, so we're going to Jamaica. Hey man, I know all about the herb, man. We're going to Argentina. Hey bro, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, we're going to hold. We're going to. Um, we're also going to Estonia. <laughs> oh, uh, hello. Uh, I, I'm from Estonia, and uh, I, I like a spot of tea with. Uh, I don't know where the fuck that is. <laughs> um, so check out www.adventurefittravel.com. It's in uh, Europe. Oh, here we go. A Europa. www.adventurefittravel.com. Here's the show. Now, before we do this, let's go over the ground rules. Rule number one, no touching of the hair or face. And that's it. Yo. Discovery Roger, go for deploy. Where do we come from? Are we loaded in the universe? What is the future of the human race? Come with me if you want to build. I did. Some kind never even considered for mass production. Too weird to live, too rare to die. Uh, all right, well, we're, we're recording, so right. I don't know how this is going to go, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't even remember the tune of it. This one? I'll have to start it off because I don't know, yeah, I don't know. I don't know when it starts. B 
Freeland, Tom, sitting here. My name is Tom, I sound a little queer. I don't know where I'm going with this song. <laughs> yes, we are both sitting here. My finger is up, Tommy's real, and I don't know where we're going with this song. Someday you will find me singing off a small horse with a champagne supernova in my ass. Someday you will find me. Is this the way the song goes quickly? I, I don't know, but I am a little excited. <laughs> you have a little boner. Yes, I a really do. <laughs> a really tiny little small weeny tiny little baby sized little dick. <laughs> I mean, that was fucking garbage, uh, but it was, was awesome. That was absolute kaboom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was great. Oh, I love it. Um, welcome to Adventure Radio. Mm. Mm-hmm. Um, Where well, we are jamming <laughs> and singing about our private parts. <laughs> um, what should we do with this third? Um, should we get rid of this? Yeah, we'll plug them out, plug them out. Um, for everyone at home, we're just... Uh, we're having some technical issues. And we just unplugged the third mic we used to record the... Yep. The hit. Mm-hmm. Um, what oh, are we going to call that song? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot of options. Yeah. It's got to have something to do with, um, like, Champagne or, Supercock. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this is so Champagne, immature. Champagne, small dick. <laughs> <laughs> so immature. Remember, we um, have parents that listen to the show. <laughs> <laughs> that, oh. that got me right up in the bed. I'm chuffed. Yeah. It was so funny. That was good. Uh, well, it might not have actually been funny. We definitely think it was. We think it was hilarious. Um, <laughs> what's been happening, mate? Oh, um, what has been happening? What has been happening? Oh, I know what's been happening. What's that? My mum got married. Oh, yeah. Yeah. How was that? It was so good. Oh, you know, do you remember how I was telling you how emotional I got? Yeah. I was emotional. Yeah. I, I remember you telling me. Emo- yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so... I was up there. I, it was. It was like. Have prop- you, any, you had a sister, right? Yeah, a sister. Yeah. And just a sister. Just a sister. Yep. yep. Oh, that I know of. Yeah. Mind <laughs> you, they are on their honeymoon right now. So. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now look, I um, I um, it was like it could have been the one of the best days of my whole life. Oh, it would have been. It was sure. amazing. I didn't expect it to be that good, but it was so so good. Do you reckon it had a bit to do with um the fact that? Like after your mum and dad split mm. up, obviously, mm. like you would have been a little stressed about like your mum being happy and. Um, do you yeah. think like seeing her happy again? Well, was I've seen part mum happy for because um, her and her now husband have been together for a while now. Um, so I've seen her pretty happy, but like to see her that it was a mixed array of emotions. Like yeah. it was seeing her that happy, and also seeing my dad that happy as well. Not because mum was moving on or anything, but dad, like everyone was just in such a good place. So old man was there, obviously. Yeah, and he, mm. was, he was pumped, like having a, a, a great time, and brought the, the family super close together, and. Um, I, I just think like the, all of the emotions locked in together with the validity of mum and her husband getting married was like, it was insane. So I walked mum up the stairs, so or mm-hmm. down the aisle if you want to call it that, mm-hmm. and then um, made a speech and, um, oh man, by, by the end of the speech I was, uh, I was on. You made a speech? Yeah, I made a speech. How yeah. did it go? Yeah, it went really well, really well. I've, I've got no issues with um, speeches now or public speaking, I don't think, because I have to do it every day for work. Mm. Um, 
Yeah, and yeah. Not quite the same We're when not you have really to quite the same. talk about a CrossFit workout for two minutes in yeah, front of people right. that you know. Yeah, in front of people that I do know. Yeah, exactly. Speaking in front of a large group of people in a... Were you, mm. were you tipsy or was it nah. sober? No, I was sober. Dead I was sober, sober. For the speech? Yeah. But oh, by, the time I, uh, by the time I started uh, welling up, I had a, I had about a couple of champagne supernovas in me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was insane. I, um, I had to speak at Frey's wedding. I was best man. Mm. And I had to Is that to your old get- Facebook profile pic? Yeah, that's what it yeah. is. Yeah. You look good there. Yeah, I look, you look great, really don't good. I? Oh. I still look just as good right now, obviously. You look, you mean, you look very good now, but you look <laughs> great there. Like, really um, good. No, that was, that was, that was from, that, um, from that wedding in Bali. And um, mm. I was so nervous. Mm. I had to get absolutely... I was Blind. hammered. I was hammered. Well? Yeah, but... Hamad. It was funny how it worked. I want to know more about your mum and dad's... Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, mum and your, and your father-in-law's wedding. But um, yeah, I... Because the speeches, I was the, one of the last speeches, and the MC was a real, really well-spoken man oh, who yeah. was very polite, yeah. and yeah. and uh, and I'm obviously not. Yeah, but um, I can picture exactly what would. <laughs> so, all right, guys, and now we have the best man, Bill Kerr. G'day, fuckheads. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty much what happened. Yeah. There was the MC, um, like a couple of older crew, a couple of girls talking on M's behalf, and then there was me. So everyone was very softly spoken and so happy to see them finally in love and so on and so forth. It was really well presented and everyone was very quiet and shy. And, so on and, so on. and then they handed me over the mic and I said, right, I got yeah. Right, yeah, exactly yeah, what I said. Yeah, yeah. And because I, I, I have that, my voice is deep and I, Speak very colloquially, and, yeah. and I'm just a dirtbag, basically. Yeah, as soon as bin. I grabbed the mic, and I said about three words, because I was really nervous to yeah. get a couple of gags out and stuff. I had a few things that were supposed to be funny, a few things that were supposed to be heartfelt, whatever. As soon as I said about three or four words, the whole fucking crowd, 200 people, started pissing themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hadn't even said anything. Wait, were they laughing or just pissing themselves? <laughs> That's just bizarre. <laughs> yeah. They all at the same time. Yeah. What was in like that a, drink? Um, it was, it was like a, a fountain of urine. It was a bladder infection. Yeah, it must have been a, a barley belly to the next level. <laughs> um, no, but um, and then but it was funny because I kept it kept happening throughout the speech because I was I pace around when I'm talking mm. like crazy like mm. I walk around a lot and I was speaking in front of the pool and um, I go to say something it was nowhere near like a heartfelt punchline or like a gag punchline and I go to say something and the whole crowd would be like oh yeah and I'm like what the fuck are they talking about and I couldn't figure it out <laughs> and then after about the third time they were like hey stop 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 and I said what and they said. <laughs> You're about to fall in the pool. Oh. Apparently, I backed up and nearly fallen in the pool like ten times. But um, surely you just jumped in. I know, but yeah. So where was the? We're back to your mum and um, yeah. It was on the. It was on the beach. It was like this restaurant at the top of the beach, um, overlooking the sea. Somewhere. Yeah, it's in Melbourne somewhere, and and um, overlooking the sea, and um, really, really nice. But um, yeah, it wasn't even that long, and I just I had to I had to actually excuse myself, and like, this is when mum and Mum and um, uh, Tony were, uh, they were writing all of the little things and getting all the little, you know, nitty gritty things done at the end of the ceremony. I had to jump down the stairs because I was literally bawling my eyes out. Really? Because I never cry, man. I never cry. Mm. I would love to cry. I'd love to be one of those guys that, oh, hang on. The last time I saw uh, Benjamin Button, you seen that movie? Fuck yeah. Oh, you cry in that? Yeah, I oh. cry in all movies. Yeah. yeah. I cry, cry in Lord of the Rings. Did you go? I cry <laughs> in all part? three different Lord of the Rings. Uh, the first one, when Boromir's dying, he's laying oh, down yeah. and he goes, um, something, something, something. Yeah. He's talking to Aragorn. He goes, my, my brother, my friend, my king. Yeah. So he finally calls him the king because yeah. he always has, that, has that rivalry that he's not his king. He's That's not big. his king. That's big. When, Bar- when Boromir dies, I cry. The second one, 
The second one. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Is that whoa, when the. When the is that the, the battle? Yeah, that's a battle. Yeah. Uh, that's the Two Towers is the, is the second one. Yeah, yeah, but mm. is that the battle? I can't remember in the Two Towers when I cried, but in the third. <laughs> it's like, is that, the, is that the one where they fight? <laughs> is, uh, is that the one with the, the towers? The, two, the, and the, the towers that are next to each other? There's like yeah, there's one more than one, I think. With the, um, with the I don't other one. what it's called. Uh. <laughs> but, and the third one, the, the part that I cry is when. Um, oh, that's sad, though. You bow to no one. Oh, yeah. My friends, you're oh, about that, to know. Yeah. Like, you know that bit. That, that's like, so good. <laughs> now you're going to make me start. <laughs> what are some yeah. other places you've cried? Like some weird things you've, um, you've cried? I cried... Um, what do you mean in... Like just... Have you ever in cried life? like a... Yeah. Not in a movie, you mean? Oh, a movie. It could be a movie, but like some like weird scenario that you just couldn't hold it in. Uh, I've cried on the footy field before. Um, for for, really? gl- for glory and for for anguish. Oh yeah, yeah um, winning that's fair. winning a grand final and losing a grand final. Mm. Um, it was funny when I when I cried when uh, when I lost the grand final. So when I was um, under 18s, I played in the seniors straight into the seniors. Mm. Didn't play any under under 18s. Mm. Um, and then I had a shoulder reconstruction at the end of my second year of under 18s. And then the next year I played in the twos because mm. uh, I just was coming back from a shoulder recon. I just had a pretty shitty year, really. Yep. And um, anyway, we played in the grand final. I played against Was, one of my best mates, and uh, for Rosebud. We'd won like 14 games in a row. And we lost. And I didn't think it affected me that bad. I'm like, ah, it's only, I, I thought of it like twos footy, you know, mm. it's only reserve grade, like whatever. Mm. And then. It was funny, my, one of my best mates, Tommy, came up and um, he put his arm... He, he saw not, me... Uh, not the great man, Sirikowski. No, nah, not Sirah. No, nah. nah, not Sirah. Tommy, Tommy Patterson. And um, another great man. And Tommy saw me and we made eye contact. He was in the seniors this year. We did everything with footy together. We played all through juniors, all, all representative footy. Yeah. Um, everything. All senior footy, except this year I played in the twos after my shot record. Yeah. Made eye contact with me. And I knew he didn't really have much to say, but I started walking over towards him and he looked at me, I looked at him, I couldn't say anything, he didn't say anything, he had nothing to say to me and he just put his arm around me. And he just started hooking up? He just um, <laughs> he just put his arm around me and as soon as he put his arm around me, it was really weird. I just defaulted to like putting my head on his shoulder and really? I started fucking crying, man. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was real masculine. Yeah, it was real masculine. Well, I've, um, <laughs> yeah, I, um, I cried at the end of the notebook. Oh, that, I cried through the whole fucking that's, nope. that's, that's, yeah. That's got about six different parts. It's, oh, but the, the big part for me, have you seen The Time Traveler's Wife? Nah. Anything with Rachel McAdams in, I'm crying because I'm in love with her. I'm <laughs> yeah. actually in love with her. Yeah, you're actually crying because she won't marry you. And I'll never, I'll never get to marry her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'll probably never yeah. get to marry her. Actually, we'll get her on the show. <laughs> but uh, when, um, oh, when the two oldies die together in the same bed in the notebook yeah, sick, and that it? black nurse comes in and she... um. And she's like... Why'd you mention that she was black? I don't know. It's just, it's just how I remembered it. I, I, as soon as I said that, I was like, there's no need to say that. Anyway. Oh, that was bizarre. Anyway, the, uh, the African-American with a hint of uh, Italian. Um, yeah, no, when she, when she walks in and um, she just does the... Yeah. I'm, I'm up. I'm up and about. And it's not in a good way. Like, I'm, I'm sad. Do you ever cry when you get like... Um, like Emotional? Yeah, but I mean... Um, no, when you get like happiness cry. Oh, yeah. Like... Oh shit! Yeah, like, like when, for example, in the notebook, when she passes out, yeah, when she when she reads the oh. uh, when she sees the photo that he's redid when he's done up their house or their dreams. That's right. Yeah, she reads that and she passes out. I don't. I, I get. I get tear. Like I get a little mm. bit like. <laughs> no. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You don't actually. No. You don't, don't actually. I don't cry with yeah. tears of joy. You know. 
I can't. But I imagine at my wedding, I'll probably cry. Have you ever cried over a chick? Uh, yes, I have cried over a chick, but not massively. Mm. It was just um. Yeah, are we talking? Fit, uh, we're talking um, like emotionally, right? No, yeah, we're talking. No, we're not talking like I'm not talking like dirty sexual, oh, like nah. dressed up in bondage. <laughs> Fucking cry, yeah, bitch, yeah, cry, yeah. cry, cry me, cry me. Oh, we're not talking about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, in that case, I I've never cried. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, <laughs> go on, go on, though. Who, who was the chick? Oh who's no, the, she was just a girl. Who's the unlucky um, lady? Yeah, the unlucky. Well, that's right. That's a good way of looking at it. Now, this was just first year uni, I think. It was first year uni. And um, just didn't. But long story short, just didn't work out. And um, I, uh, I was right into her. Yeah. Right into it. Didn't work out. You know. Mm. No good. Talking about it in uh, with Michael Inglis, weren't we? When I we were that I, uh, that I I'd done the same thing. I'd had a little little tear up once where I was yeah. like, yeah, fuck, this is hurting the inside of my chest cavity. Mm. So did the party kick on or anything? Or yeah, it did kick on. It did kick on. It um it went to about ten o'clock or so. Yeah. And then um I just drove the old man home. Right. We'll so you're off it. the booze, are you? Oh, not, Don't really I'm booze not, on at all? No, I'm not off the booze, but I like I had a, I had a pot and palmer last night, for example. Yeah. And just some meth, but um, <laughs> I, um yeah, look, I'm not oh, I'm not massively on it. Yeah. Are you? Yeah, um I definitely don't I definitely don't not drink. Yeah. Um Yeah, I I got pretty boozy on uh Saturday night. Oh, you would have. You would have. Yeah. For all this is at home, uh Bill just um had nationals over the weekend, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Well, tell mm-hmm. us about that. Um, well, it was a shit result. I mean, it, we, I talked about it a little bit on the podcast mm. about I just can't – got to maybe look at the way that I look at weightlifting because yep. I'm trying to take it really, really seriously. And when I do that and then I have to go away on trips and I can't train and mm. I go back and forth and I, I'm not injured anymore, which mm. I was for ages, and now it's just – I just get so many stops and starts. That yeah, I look. I, I wasn't in. I was in really, really poor training form. But that's okay. That never really means much, you mm. know. I, you can go out there and smash yeah, PBs, you know. It doesn't. So I wasn't too stressed. I'm like, it's okay. Once I generally, normally, when I'm on the platform, I perform pretty well. Mm. Like some people don't. I, I genuinely tend to perform well rather than badly. Mm. Um, but I got up there. Um, I got up there on the Saturday, had to compete on the Saturday. Um, my first first lift was 102 kilograms. Um, I made it, but I made the lift, but there was an atrium that was filled with seats that went mm. really like concaved all the way up. And yeah, you show me that photo. Yeah, you had to you had to try and get your sight at like three rows back, like eye level with you mm. otherwise you would just get dragged up to the top of the room and you'd end up lifting with your head up mm. it's just kind of what people were saying and then when you got that stood on the platform you got out there you could tell mm. but I set up to lift and then I don't get my sight and then lift I lift as I'm getting my sight yeah, so I'm yeah. like head yeah. up and, and it's all moving I actually do the same thing yeah so I never. that's never been a bad it's never been negative for me because I've never lifted really poorly I've yep. always moved pretty well but as I was doing that first lift, I'm like, fuck, where do I focus my eyes? And the, the light's mm. shining in your, on your eyes too. So generally, like, the, the two comps ago, I, I made two from six lifts. I just lifted like shit. I have no yeah. excuses. Yep. Um, one comp ago, I made four from six maybe. Um, the two lifts that I missed, no excuses, just missed them. I missed my next two snatches 
and I genuinely fucking blame these lights. I couldn't, really? I couldn't, couldn't get my head around it, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Couldn't get my head around it. Well, because you hit 102, which is a regulation weight for you. I mean, uh, even 105, 110 is regulation for you. Yeah, it was, it was, it was pretty shit. So yeah, so yeah, I couldn't get. I'll, I'll, I'm gonna use that as an excuse. Like it was just, I might have missed them anyway. Yeah, but I couldn't get my sight. I couldn't get. There was lights in my eyes, and I also couldn't focus on anything yeah. very well. Um, that was really annoying. Mm. And then, but I got a lift on the board. I'm like, fuck, whatever. I'll just go back. Hopefully, I'll clean and jerk well. Mm. And then I clean and jerked fucking terribly as well. Mm. First one, I've never happened. This is another excuse, I suppose. First one, I've never choked myself out mm. with a clean before. And I was choking myself mm. out and I had to pop it off, <gasps> try and get breaths before mm. I was going to fucking part, like fall over. And then I tried to jerk, it just had no, no juice. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Clean and jerked 130 on the next one and then 135 I deadlifted, which I've also never done on the platform. Yep. So it couldn't have been a worse competition for me, really. Um, Unless it was raining and you did your ACL. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it was pretty ordinary, but mm. I mean, mm. I competed at the highest level of the sport in Australia. Yeah, that's um, good. It was fun. Yeah. But I, the, I couldn't have expected any more personally with the way that I was training and stuff. I have to make a bit of a decision. I haven't trained this week I might train Saturday. I haven't trained this week uh, because I just want to have a bit of a break from it, get a, gather yeah. my thoughts a little bit because I spoke to Catsy about it. Um, Dan, who's one of my best mates down at the club, uh, who became national champion. I'll talk about that quickly in a sec. But mm-hmm. I spoke to Dan about it and, and I was just like, man, I'm just Not I'm so... It's like a negative... It's a negative in my life nearly if I'm stressing about it that much oh, and trying yeah, to take totally. it seriously I'm going backwards and forwards and I can't but you I do can't. your best work when you're not stressed and when you I find when I'm not taking it that seriously that's when I train the best yeah well so I might maybe drop back to I train for, uh, four to five weeks in in the gym at Phoenix yep. I might maybe try and train two or three times a week at Phoenix just mm. do some squats and pulls and stuff on my barbell which I have mm. means I don't have to drive so far because it's a four hour four hour more round trip for me to go to training and I just kind of can mentally not be taking it as seriously mm. because maybe that's what I need. I'm not really sure. It just frustrates me. But at, at the end of the day, it was good to compete. Uh, it was good to go up there. The main thing was pretty much my three best mates of Phoenix all mm. won the national champs, mm. which mm. was fucking awesome. Oh, that's tough. Dan, what? <laughs> <laughs> just throwing out. a word Kids, in there. listen to your mother. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, it's hard. Katsy, uh, Katsy won on the Saturday <laughs> afternoon. Hitty won on the Saturday night in my session. Yep. Both of them came right down to the wire where mm. there was a dude who had a lift to try and beat both guys and oh, he right. didn't. Wow. And then Zach just walked it in on Sunday. Now, Zach just... is uh, a friend of the show. Nah, he's... He's um, not a friend of the show at all, is he? Nah, nah, he's not. We don't want to no, talk about that guy. We don't want guy. to talk about that guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a real jerk, man. He's a real jerk. He's a real, he's a real push jerk. <laughs> nah, he's, uh, nah he's, he's a listens every show. He listens to every show. He's a Zach, legend. Hey, he is a head legend. <laughs> but, um, but so Zach won, which was fucking awesome. But the Saturday, and that, that was always going to happen. He just had to make a couple of lifts. Um, he's been working with Michael Inglis and his yeah. lifts have gone through the roof. We're yeah, not really supposed to maybe talk about that too much, but we know that he's been working with he him. Told it's, us been, that it's been going great. Yeah, yeah. So, he's good. Sports yeah, psychology. Zach told us, so I think we're allowed to talk about it. But, yeah, that's right. Um, but Dan and Pity won on, um, on the Saturday. Mm. So we went out and celebrated. We didn't get out till about. Um, we didn't get out till about 10.30 at night, 11 o'clock at night. Mm. And like we just went to one of the rooms in the hotel and then started, started drinking beers with Harvey and a few other guys. Like Harvey's one of the coaches. Um, then about six or seven of us went out in Brisbane. Have you ever been up to Brisbane and gone out no, in the I want to um, go out in Brisbane. Oh, I really want to go out in Brisbane. Is it good? Mate, it Brisbane is. Vegas? Is it everything you hear about? 
Briz Vegas is the right word for it. Yeah. Yeah. Just I never thought they just thought of Briz Vegas for, for no reason. Straight. There's a place called The Valley. Oh, yeah. I think it's called The Valley. And it's basically like, as far as I remember it or what I could understand, it's like a couple of main streets and then like that are road streets with nightclubs and bars and stuff on them. Mm. And then there's one walkway street that goes up and intersects through the middle. Yep. And I would hazard a guess. I'm happy to say I've never seen a joint like it in the world. Really? I mean, because... Well, you've been to 35 places in the world, though. Well, the the thing is, in Australia especially, on a normal, regular winter Saturday evening, mm-hmm. it was fucking mm-hmm. mayhem. Mm-hmm. Just people gacked out of their fucking really? brains. Yeah, just <laughs> walking around. <laughs> chicks with fucking tits falling everywhere. <laughs> Fuck, like, really? It was like... It lacked any class whatsoever. Poise. Yeah. But it was, I was like, fuck, this is yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just amazing the way these people were getting around. It was yeah. like, um, it was like a circus. Really? Oh, it was full, full zoo. Full is zoo. Is any like chicks with beards or like guys um, with 14 arms? Nah, nah, there was, uh, any elephant dude with six arms, but no, dude with six no, arms. I haven't, no, 14 arms. Nah, no, nah, none of that shit around. Probably but, too much, yeah. Yeah, dude with six dude arms. Is, yeah, dude with two dicks. Um, yeah, really? Girl, girl with, yeah, girl with um, one head. Really? Yeah. One head. <laughs> one. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. So explain to me one head. <laughs> uh, no, um, yeah, right. Yeah, so, so you've, you've got to get to Vegas if you come into Australia. Yeah, it's it's pretty wild. It was it was interesting. Um, just basically felt like schoolies. Mm. Everyone was young and just off their heads, you mm. know, really wasted. Mm. But it was funny and it was just, it was real, it was up and about. And then we mm. went out and, and partied a little bit. But it was one of those nights where I'm real... Mm, I'm real self-destructive sometimes. Not in a bad way. Yep. But like if I'm out on a night and I'm not really feeling like I'm getting drunk, I mm. won't really go, ah, I'm just going to wind it in, guys. I'm not really... Or I won't just like stay just drinking at the level that, I'll, mm-hmm. that I'm at. I'll be like, you gotta this is You've got to push hard to get to the level. Yeah. Yeah. This isn't working. So I'm going, up, I'm going up to the bar with Katsy and M. That's Dan and his girlfriend. We're in a shout and we're getting like... Um, Vodka sodas or whatever. Oh yeah, and oh, geez, they're average. Whenever I drink anything out of a small glass, I just yeah. drink beers normally. Yeah, that's if right. I drink anything out of a small glass, I always normally buy two at the bar. Yeah. By the time I walk back to the place I've, that I'm sitting, one's or, gone. One's gone. Oh, absolutely. And Dan and M aren't that fast drinkers, and they, they weren't really. They were up and about, having mm. a good time, but they weren't in the same mindset as me, I suppose. So, <laughs> I was getting one drink at a time. I'm like, fuck, and then I'd walk <laughs> back to the dance floor, my drink would be gone. I'm like, ah oh, man. So I just ended up shaking the shout, or I'd get out of the shout and go and get like two drinks to myself. Yeah. So I punched down yeah, some yeah. liquor. Yeah. Um, got myself pretty drunk. It was weird. I always feel that need to like be, be up and about. Yeah. No, if I, I can't just cruise and be like half drunk, mm. it's you gotta weird. Be on. Yeah. I it's wonder weird. if that's got to do with. Remember how we were talking about ages ago? How um, you almost feel like sometimes you have an expectation to be the 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 big dog of the of the group. Oh, that's definitely what it is. Yeah. Subconsciously, I reckon. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not thinking like. Oh, when I'm doing it, I'm not thinking like. Oh, I need to, I need to be the no, the not the leader, consciously leader of the show, leader of the show. But yeah. I feel, I don't feel comfortable if I think I subconsciously don't feel comfortable if I'm not right up and about. Yeah, you know. Well, maybe maybe it's like you don't feel you don't feel comfortable if you're not one hundred percent you. Yeah, well, that's definitely the case. If I'm not yeah. me, I, I don't feel comfortable. But yeah, yeah, I think I don't know. Maybe I, I was a little bit. Um, a little bit nervesy and, and anxious that mm. night for some reason. I haven't really been getting any anxiety or nerves. And it was cool. Like, it was totally 
manageable mm. but because mm. I was with good good mates and stuff mm. but I just maybe when I'm in that mood mm. like if I go out and I'm just drinking beers mm. and I've got no nerves and no, no anxiety or anything like that yeah, then I'll just let whatever happens oh, happen yeah. and it'll just all come to me and I'll have a great time and mm. I'll be the life of the party and then if I've got a little bit of anxiousness then sometimes that's when I might really like I want to it's the total wrong thing to do kind of yep. which is like drink <laughs> in excess to get over my anxiousness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the yep. total wrong thing to do because it mm. can backfire on you and just you feel... And you feel fucked the next day. Oh, mate. Um, but that's like in my past with, with anxiety and drinking, that's kind of something that I've done. I mean, a lot of but people... mate, so many people would do that. But now that I... Now that I, um, now that I meditate and um, do all my stuff like uh, gratitude journaling, I don't really... I, I, and I've learned a lot about the ego, obviously, you know, the power of... Did you finish that book? Of, the power of now. Yeah, finish that. Did you like it? Um, I thought the first, the first kind of chapter, Get a bit religious chapter, going the up. first maybe quarter of the book, mm. I was wrapped. Mm. I was like right into it. And then it kind of lost a little bit of its potency for me mm-hmm. with just the amount of, I felt like we were going over the same stuff mm. for the whole middle section of the book, you know, just in different ways of saying it. Yep. Like there was some basic tenets that he brought up. Eckhart Tolle brought up in that book that was yep. great and definitely changed my my uh, opened my eyes to a lot of things but I felt like I was going over the same ground a little bit yeah I think he um, he uh, yeah what I, was, what I was just to finish what I was saying oh, yeah. oh, after like learning a bit more about what the actual and with Ariane my business coach he's been the biggest help is, is actually knowing what the ego does and the ego does yeah, right. to your your behaviors oh, huge. and I think I'm a lot better like I, I'm, I'm a lot more relaxed now like I don't have to be uh, I think it's the thing about me being always the center of attention subconsciously you know I think that's been a part in my life mm. but um, I don't think it's as much at all now mm. you know I think I'm more mature and yeah. more educated on we'd hope myself. so you're about 49 years old now so <laughs> <laughs> yeah look Eckhart Tolle um, a lot of the book is is repetitive but um, I think it's a fantastic book and some of the stuff that really opened my eyes up was his references to parables in the Bible where he'll talk about how fundamentalist religious people or fundamentalist Christians will talk about, you know, there really is a, a heaven that you go to and they're like, you know, there's a really, there's a hell and this, you know, Jesus really did turn water into wine and all this sort of stuff. And Eckhart Tolle's um, stand on it is that it was just using jargon and colloquialisms that were around at the time to basically describe where you can get to if you're um, eternally, internally peaceful. So like he describes the kingdom of heaven as this idea that you can reach. You know how in the Bible, he talk, you know, Jesus talks about the kingdom of heaven is all around you. Mm. and um, you can, I don't actually know that. Oh, part. right. Well, yeah, because I, I was brought up um, in a Catholic school. But, um, so was I, but I don't know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, right. Go on, though. Kingdom of heaven is all around you. Um, you can go to heaven when you, when, you, when you pass on and all this sort of stuff. And Eckhart Tolle's understanding of it is Jesus was talking about meditation and living in the present moment. And when you are in the present moment, you've got no fear about the future. You've got no sadness or depression about the past. You are essentially in the kingdom of heaven. So when Jesus is with you and Jesus is all around you and all this sort of stuff, it's basically just you being in the moment. And that's yeah. what he's trying to get forward in, in a lot of the, the book, I feel. Yeah. See, I think I actually, when you mentioned that to me uh, the other day, I mm. actually feel like I missed a lot of that mm. because I think through the middle part, I literally was on auto mode. 
Oh you yeah, know? just reading through it. Where I'm just I'm reading words and I go, ah, oh, fuck, I didn't listen to any of that. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah. I, it happens with some books. And then if a book's really something that I'm I'm getting taken away from it because I'm stressing about other things, mm. then I'll go back mm. and I'll read it. Or audio book, I'm always flicking back. Mm. But if it's a book where I'm like I'm not that engaged, I'll be like, ah, well, hopefully there wasn't that anything mm. life changing there. Mm. Um, but I do remember a little bit of that stuff. I kind of felt like he was more talking about the way that he looks at what Jesus was saying rather than what Jesus actually meant. Oh, yeah. Is that so, what you mean? Or? Yeah, I, th- I reckon it's both. I, I, don't think both. He, I don't think he was talking about Jesus as in Jesus was meditatively being at one with himself and that's what the mm. kingdom of heaven was. See, that's how I, That's exactly how I took it. I took well, why it do as, all the Catholics think that we go to the fucking up to the clouds and chill out in heaven? No idea. It's fundamentalism. I believe. I, I think, and, they, um, and and Catholics don't all believe that. It's it's more it's more extremists, you know. People, I mean, religion to a lot of people is a fantastic thing, you know. It's it's just essentially spirituality, which you and I love. Um, but um, it's the extremists and the fundamentalists, you know, exactly like um, extremist Islamists that will Al-Aqba. believe, yeah, all that sort of stuff. And when you die, you. Get I called to, my mate Ishmael, Allo Ishmael the other day. Allo Ishmael, Jesus, that's yeah. uh, relatively offensive. <laughs> no, he loved it. <laughs> oh, did he? No, nah, because we always make um, Al-Akbar gags and stuff. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, yeah. Um, Just, oh, I don't. I, I should say he does. Yeah. yeah, <laughs> yeah he does. tell me about... Excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> but like all that stuff where you go to heaven and you get 39 virgins and all that bullshit, you know. Um, but uh, yeah, I took the book as... Um, it was just basically telling what Jesus was meaning back then but why don't if that's the case so and, the little, and you say you say not everybody believes that mm-hmm. we up, go up to heaven in the clouds that's mm. fair enough I understand that mm. but why then is it the only for me who I went to a Catholic school mm-hmm. um, grown up around the Catholic religion mm. uh, religion the Catholic church whatever not religious at all but mm. I've heard it, heard and seen a lot of religion why have I never heard anyone else think of it why have I never heard anyone else say well what Jesus was actually saying is yeah. be at one with yourself um, be in the present moment don't mm. be focusing on the part why is no one I don't tend to agree with you I don't think that's what, what Jesus was well, saying well I think um, I think um, a lot of that book which is a very important historical document the Bible has been taken literally and mm. I think that's false you know literally or well, people, Unliterally. some people literally believe that the earth is less than 10,000 years old, that Jesus literally fed 5,000 people with one fish and a couple of pieces of bread. Mm. He literally turned water into wine. He mm. literally did all this and that. And basically, I'm pretty sure the definition of parable or the understanding of parable is just um, symbolism for what you're actually trying to say. You know, it's just like metaphor and analogy and all this sort of stuff. And I think when you take the, a book like the Bible literally, you're opening yourself up. You're opening yourself up to a lot of a lot of faults, and I think that's how extremist religion comes into play because they'll look at a book that was written two thousand years ago and they go, "Holy fuck, this this actually happened!" Like yada yada yada, and then you get you know terrorists and you get you know um, the Crusades and all that sort of stuff, mm. you know. But I think the the reason why Eckhart Tolle's book is so um, revolutionary is because he's looking at it. And describing it in a way that we can all understand now, with in terms of mindfulness and meditation and all the big push that's um, it, whatever it was, it made a lot of sense to me. So, the book made a lot of sense to me for for the most part. Yeah, mm. I did. I did really like it. Um, I didn't feel the same way with the Jesus stuff as mm. what you're talking about. Um, yeah, but it, it was good. It was a good book for mm. sure. Mm. Um, 
Have you ever um have you ever heard of the the um the Noah's Ark flood and oh, yeah. the, and the eleven thousand years oh, yeah. and the the Graham Hancock Randall Carson oh, yeah. stuff? Oh, That's yeah. interesting, isn't it? That's really interesting. Really interesting. Do you know there's um and I'm literally pseudoscience in the shit out of this statement that I'm about to say. Yeah. Do you know there was um flood myths dating back to eleven, twelve thousand years ago? Um, that are from about like 15 different religions. Yeah, tons. religions. 15 different um, well, cultures. Because you and I are reading the same book right now. No, I'm not reading. I'm are you, not reading, are you reading Supernatural? Reading, yeah, are you reading Supernatural? I'm reading Supernatural. Oh, yeah. I started reading it. <laughs> yeah. I, we I both started reading, reading it at the same time. I thought you were reading um, Supernatural is his second book. Are you reading Magicians of the Gods? Nah, I'm reading Supernatural. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So where all are that you stuff, up to? That's what I'm up to. I'm halfway through nearly. That's exactly where I'm up to. Really? <laughs> are you taking the pits out of me? No, no. Yeah. No, but no, what no. have you thought of Supernatural so I far? I think it's fantastic. I think it's mm. fantastic. Well, all of the little things, you know, about how, yeah, Noah's Arks, there, there are different Noahs basically across all of these little um, communities and stuff that say these people that um, after the Great Flood, these people travel the world to try to prolong all of the, the technology that they built up and all that sort of stuff. But um, even like the little things, like have you read much about Gebekli Tepe at the start of the book? Mate, we're not reading the same book. What, what are we reading? <laughs> I'm there's talking about no, the now. There's no, <laughs> no there's no Gebekli Tepe or Hang on. or um Maybe or I am reading Magicians Noah, of the Gods. <laughs> in Supernatural, you fool. Supernatural's about really? mankind's um mankind's rise to um consciousness and about oh. spirituality and religion basically. So I'm halfway through and it's discussed <laughs> it's discussed like the oldest um the oldest pictures drawn in caves in forty thousand uh, years ago. I'm definitely 30, reading Magicians yeah, of the Gods. We've discussed this so many times. <laughs> we have, haven't we? Yeah. What the hell's going on right now? <laughs> <laughs> Um, That's classic. Hey, I've got a uh, segment that I want to introduce. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> just going to move old. on. Sorry, um, this is, we're just going to we're just going to drop that. Yeah, up. we're going to move that. Yeah, we're going to move on. <laughs> what's your um, What's your segment? We're gonna We're gonna pardon each shoot the shit with one bit of advice you can give to the listeners. Who? Just all listeners. Yeah. So but my who's... bit of advice yeah. for the listeners is when you wake up, don't dedicate five to ten minutes to social media. So don't look at your phone. Just turn the alarm off. Jump straight in the shower. And get your shit sorted. Right. Yeah. All right. I've got some good advice. Okay. Um, so my advice, guys, is um, in the morning, again, um, as soon as you wake, uh, make sure you can clear up the, the the later part of your morning by getting all your social media tasks done early. <laughs> get them done straight off the bat. And then and then you can free yourself up yeah. to put your phone. That's <laughs> fair <laughs> enough. Yeah. So make sure you look at Insta. Make sure you look at Facebook. <laughs> Tag so, all your mates in your latest, uh, in your latest selfie. And just give everyone a call. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, no, no, that's good advice, Tommy. Mm. Um, mm. Yeah, good advice. I don't have any. I don't Save have any ten advice. minutes. What, uh, what does not getting on Instagram? Well, now I can wake up at five forty, and, and get to work at six. That's you great. know, I check my phone in the middle of the night. Do you really? Yeah. What time? E- emails. Uh, just any time I wake up. Not always, but like a lot of the time. Really? Yeah. You know that can like fuck your head. It's fucked. Yeah. That's why my head's fucked. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Because um, they say like the Wi-Fi can really cook your brainwaves. It's um, I need to start putting my phone. I don't do it every night, but especially like if I roll over at six a.m. Um, and I've my alarm set this morning. My alarm mm. set for six thirty. I wake up six o'clock. Sweet, I'll check my emails. I can't because all my business, a lot of the business, everything that I'm email. doing is overseas. Yeah. So I get a lot of stuff, big stuff. Anything big comes mm. in in the middle of the night, mm. and it's such a fucked up habit. I got to mm. get out of it. I've mm. been all right. What I need to do is I want to get a charging bay that's nowhere near my arm's reach with my phone yeah, and just sit right. it there. Yep. And I also, I listen to music. Now that I'm sleeping next to Jill every night, I don't listen to music hey, as much. Hey. 
But um, <laughs> but uh, I normally would listen to something every night, so I'd always have my phone next to me because I didn't have like any Bluetooth set up. Yeah, that's right. But it's the fuckedest habit. Yeah, it's but bad. But yeah, I, I do agree. Getting off your phone in the morning. Um, what I try and do, and I, I know we speak about this shit every day. Mm-hmm. Um, nearly every time we talk, we, we talk about our morning routines. And I mentioned this in another podcast, but might not have everybody might, everybody might not listen to it. Yep. But we'll so keep I, dialing it in. So I do my... Um, I do my cold shower, gratitude journals next, meditate, yep. and then I try and read. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's try a win. And, yeah, that's a big yeah. win. So I try, try and read. Try to get rid of the for, phone, I'd say. I, yeah, I try and read for 20, 30 minutes before yeah. I do anything. So it takes about 45 minutes to do all that if mm. you get 10 minute meditation in, pretty much. And then if I've done all that shit and then I start the day, oh, mate. I'm fucking kicking goals. You're kicking tons of goals. Get fucked, everyone else. Get, yeah, <laughs> everyone could fuck. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I, that's good. Mm. All right. Mm. Good sesh. Mm. Should we call it? Yeah, okay, cool. Well, uh, let's wrap it up. Sounds good. (laughs) (laughs) All right. right. Until next week, guys. Bye for now. Hey. Hey, guys. So if you like the show, make sure you subscribe on iTunes. Mm -hmm. That will be awesome. We've actually had a a real spike in our listeners. We're going to grow by about 60% this month. That sounds ridiculous from one um, listener to six listeners now <laughs> that's 600% you fool oh yeah Jeez. Tommy's real good at math I'm real good at math um, so but seriously guys keep uh, keep sharing the show telling your friends if you do like it because the more downloads we can get the more we can grow then the more we can bring to you really we can get bigger guests we can uh, we can travel a lot we can bring more video content and just mm. more cool stuff so help us out there if you want to get anything out of the show as in resources from this show, so everything will be linked in our show notes at www.adventurefittravel.com forward slash podcast. Podcast. And uh, also don't forget our sponsors, True Pride. Head to www.truepride.com.au forward slash ADVF. Book a call through the website and get your joining fee waived. Mm-hmm. Also, you'll, try, you'll save yourself 600 bucks a month. This is on average um, for a $97 fee. And also Carve. Carver, awesome guys. If you want to outsource your life, outsource the, the bullshit that you have in your business and get some of your time back, then head to www.carve.ph forward slash ADVF and get 10 hours free using our link. Also go to Adventure Travel. Oh. Lots of shit coming up. Well played. Boom. Well played. And uh, see you next week. <laughs>